Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. top of the moment. 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 Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another video. In this video, gonna be doing something a little bit differently. I'm gonna take a look at reviewing the newest movie, Dune. Don't watch this video if you have not watched the movie. Spoiler warning, basically. So, let me preface this. I am not a film buff. I don't know a lot about film. I'm not a film reviewer. I'm not a film critic. Basically, I don't know shit. True and... Yeah, that's pretty true. That's true and yeah, that's true. That's true. But I did recently watch Dune on HBO Max at home and I really enjoyed the film. Given that the movie has a sci-fi take and I know it's a little bit different from me reviewing my anime and everything else like that. When launching the channel, I did say that I'm just gonna review stuff that I like or talk about things that I like. And I like this. So let's just get into the review. And let's just jump into it. So before I get into my thoughts about the movie overall, Let's talk about some of the things I did not know going into the movie. <laughs> First thing I had no idea about, I did not know that this film was a movie in the 80s. I didn't know that about the original Dune. I don't know anything about the books. I have no prior knowledge whatsoever about the series or the franchise at all. I also had no idea that this movie would be a part one of two series. So yeah, there's that. I also had no idea when the books even came out. So me not knowing when the books came out, I had no idea how much of an influence that this had on other sci-fi movies such as Star Wars. While watching the movie, I was watching it thinking, huh they kind of stole that idea from Star Wars didn't they and then I did my research after and realized oh Star Wars stole that from Doom and then I felt stupid so whatever but the one thing that I did know about but I didn't know about is the spice melange I had no idea that this episode of South Park where they were trying to get like Tom Brady's feces because you know Tom Brady's a specimen that they were calling it the Spice Melange, and I did not know that that was a reference to Dune. I mean, I found the episode mad funny, but I had no idea that that was referencing Dune. More than pretty good, the Spice Melange. So those are a couple of the things I had no idea about, and the little bit of detail that I did know from South Park. Now let's get into some of the things that I enjoyed about the movie. The visual effects in Dune and the music, absolute fire. At no point in time did I feel taken aback by any of the, the VFX that was taken from any of the shots. And yeah, there's plenty of like, out of this world things that we're not used to seeing in real life. MCU movies, yeah, they have great VFX, but Dune really showed to be very, very impressive in keeping me locked into the film and never feeling out of place with any of the CGI. Beautiful set pieces, beautiful effect, great costuming, everything about it, I did enjoy. Also, the music, I mean, yeah, the trailer got me hyped, kind of, when hearing that, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I just sound crazy, fine, whatever. But the soundtrack overall, I forget who it was made by. I mean, I, I know it's somebody popular. They always talk about, is that like Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer or something like that? I don't know. But you know, great soundtrack, great VFX. Um, definitely something I wish I saw in theater and IMAX rather than watching at home. Yeah, I have a, a pretty good TV and a good surround system, but I think that seeing this in IMAX in the movie theater probably would have been uh, a lot more pleasurable to enjoy. So here's some of my favorite characters from the movie. I like Lady Jessica played by Rebecca Ferguson. Lady Jessica showed to be a very strong and competent woman who really didn't need any of the other characters to give her support, besides Timothy Chalamet playing Paul as her son. But the character overall, very, very independent, very, very powerful, very strong, very strong-willed and strong-minded. She showed to be a guide for Paul just as much as his father, which is something you don't really get to see often. You usually just see the father figure being the person who's saying, yes, you have to take up my mantle and you have to keep our legacy strong and things like that. But I do like the role that Rebecca played in the movie. Oscar Isaac as Leto Atreides, great. I didn't realize how much I liked Oscar Isaac until this film. Yeah, there's a couple of things that he's been in. Um, he didn't really get to shine too much in Star Wars and he's in um, 
What is that? What's that movie? That X-Men movie. Oh, Apocalypse. Yeah, he's in Apocalypse, and he didn't really get to show his chops too much. I haven't seen too many other films with Oscar Isaac, but this film right here made me want to be like, you know what? Oscar Isaac might be my guy. Leto Atreides showed to be a much more complex ruler and father than you know than what you traditionally see in most other movies. Um, he showed to be a caring father as well as being very stern and very about his country, but being more about his son. And I feel like sometimes you usually see that misguided father figure who is so focused on his country and neglects their child, and you didn't get that here. Showed to be a great competent leader and really really ride out for his people. I also enjoyed Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho. Usually I just think Jason Momoa was going to be Aquaman and everything he is and it was kind of jarring not seeing him with a beard. It looked kind of funny or just different or interesting. I don't want to say funny I guess. Yeah Jason Momoa didn't have too much screen time but when he was on the screen interacting with um, Timothy Chalamet's Paul they really showed a good connection and really had good chemistry on the screen. That kind of made Jason Momoa's character a lot more endearing than I was expecting. I was expecting him to be a lot more bro-y but he definitely showed a lot more character than I was expecting than that bro-y character. Yeah there's a whole bunch of backpacks that he kept giving Paul but other than that I did enjoy Jason Momoa on the screen especially the way that he went out in his final scene at and a blaze of glory just bodying everybody that was a very jason momoa-esque scene to me and the last character that i really really enjoyed is the baron played by what's his name stellan skarsgård stellan skarsgård i'm probably saying it incorrectly so don't 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 kill me if i'm saying it wrong the baron showed to be very very despicable and the way that the actor portrayed him made him very disgusting and grotesque but also very very menacing whenever he was on screen you kind of felt that the, the darkness kind of looming over whatever was going on or whatever room he was in you felt like oh no this guy's a, a big deal now getting past the characters let's talk about the world i think the world building that they introduced into the movie very very strong yes i know this is based off of a book series but what the movie did give it showed to be much more rich and it showed to be very very interesting and i was very captivated to learn more about the universe itself. The movie did seem a little bit slow paced when they was on uh, the original panel. Was it called Caladan, I believe? Um, it wasn't that interesting, but once they, once they got to Arrakis, the dune planet, the sand planet, I just wanted to learn more. I wanted to learn more immediately, and I wanted to learn more about the, the people there and the world there. The movie itself shows that, you know, there's a lot more different planets there and a lot more different families and um, the politics of it all. It's, it's a lot ex more expansive. It reminds me of Game of Thrones in a way when it comes to different families trying to gain power. I also really liked how they introduced like the ships, um, the one thing that looked like a little fly, a little wasp, it had the, the, the four wings on it. I thought that ship was dope. That was really, really cool. I mean, I would never fly it, but I thought that was a cool looking like set piece that they used. Also that armor that they had, whatever it was, where I guess whatever they get hit, it create this little vibration or force field around them. Like a video game, gotta like kind of chop at it or go mad hard to get through. I thought that was a dope concept as well. I was not expecting that. I mean, they showed it in the training scene um, with, um, Paul and Josh Brolin's character, who I forgot the name off the top of my head, so. And also that still suit that they used in Arrakis in the Sand Planet that recycles the body's water so to keep you hydrated. That was a dope concept and the way that it looked as well. The whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, yo, they need that still suit. Yo, you gotta get that still suit, boy. You about to die. So getting back to my point about the politics. The politics in it, it wasn't that interesting. I didn't necessarily understand what was going on in the first hour, so it was kind of confusing. But once I got past that hour hump of kind of it being told to me over and over and over, again um, and I started to understand it more I was very interested I, I'm interested to see you know the power struggle and the power dynamic rather than this just being a simple science fiction action trilogy and I think I went into this with the wrong expectations expecting this to be similar to Star Wars you know this influenced Star Wars I was expecting a lot more action once I kind of knew what I was watching and knew what I was getting 
uh, I grew to ex accept the concept itself overall of, you know, this is bigger than just action. This, this is a whole power struggle within the whole galaxy for the Spice Melange. And I, I enjoyed that a lot. The Spice. I must have it. The Spice Melange. <laughs> I also was very pleased and surprised at how easily they were willing to just get rid of characters the way characters were dying left and right of this main cast and when i saw the trailer at first when i saw everybody that was gonna be in it i was just like yo they got mad people in this but then they just started dropping like flies i wasn't expecting it at all but i did like that that created that character building that i believe paul's character needed so now that i got into the things that i enjoyed about the movie let's get into everybody's least favorite part where i gotta talk about the things i did not enjoy yes this is just my opinion so these are not facts this is just how i felt and how i took it so if you guys are going to slay me in the comments and say I'm talking nonsense and holding a whole bunch of L's, do your thing, whatever. So my least favorite character in the movie might be Paul, played by Timothy Chalamet. I know a lot of people swear and live by Timothy Chalamet and his acting chops, and I have not seen any movies that he's been in. You can tell me whatever movies that he's in that you think I may know, and trust me, I didn't see it. I don't be watching a lot of movies, and every now and then I might watch something like Marriage Story by accident. That was a pure accident, because I did not know it was going to be that. But anyway, off topic. I feel like Timothy Chalamet didn't really get enough lines to work with, and maybe they'll get better within the, in the next part. But here, everybody else was a lot more interesting than him, and he just didn't have too much dialogue. He had a lot of screen time, but he wasn't really saying much of anything. And he's really, really cookie-cutter, really bland, and always staring into the distance, very Luke Skywalker-esque. And at this point, I might just say Luke Skywalker is acting like Paul from Dune. So most of the movie, I really didn't care what ended up happening to him. Honestly, if he would have died, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't have been that beat up about it. I was more beat up about Oscar Isaac's character, you know, dying. And I was more worried about Lady Jessica dying. But in this part overall, you just didn't really feel that connection with Timothy Chalamet. And it might get better in the next movie. So, you know, there's that. I also didn't enjoy how the trailer like oversold Zendaya. I'm not gonna lie to you. I came here for some Zendaya. I came here to watch some Zendaya on screen. And yes, we got a whole bunch of clips and all of Paul's visions in there that kind of show, you know, her character and what it's gonna mean in the future. But the trailers made it seem like she was gonna be in this and this, and she was barely in this. She didn't really have any speaking lines until the final scene. You know, the final scene where Paul is fighting Jamis. That's when Zendaya's character of, what's her name again? Shaheen, Shaleen's character names are gonna be butchered all over. So there's that. So that was kind of a disappointment for me, but granted, I know that, you know, if a second movie does get made, she will have a much more bigger part. And I do know a little bit more information about the series and what her character plays in the future of the books. So hopefully we do get to see that. So that should be good. Now, let's get into the pacing of the movie. The first hour of the movie, very, very large info dub, a lot of dialogue, a lot of explanation and exposition and trying to introduce you into the world. And yes, this is needed, but it was so slow that I didn't really keep my attention throughout the first hour. I didn't really care what was going on yet. So therefore to keep me locked in, it was a task and I was on my phone a lot, a lot more than I needed to be. So I was missing a couple of uh, Paul's visions or whatever. And granted, this shouldn't really be a complaint. And I know that this movie is not supposed to be, you know, heavy, heavy action. But the only action we did get was when Brolin was training Paul's character and that was it for the first hour. The movie didn't get interested until they got onto Arrakis. You know, the movie could have possibly fared better being an HBO Max series. And yes, I know that if it's an HBO Max series, it's not gonna get the same budget. So therefore the VFX and the CG and the soundtrack is not going to have the same, you know, that this movie had. This is seems to be a long running series and this can take forever for movies to come out and come out. And, you know, we're still in a pandemic. So am I allowed to say the word pandemic on YouTube? 
whatever. We're still in a pandemic. And yes, I know that this is supposed to be a two-part movie, but because of that, this movie felt like a two-act movie. You know, they had a cliffhanger ending that made you want more, but it didn't really feel like a third act ending at all. And they're depending on that second movie. Going into the second act, once they got attacked by, what was it called? The, the whatever, the Baron's Peoples or whatever with Batista. Um, that felt like the second act right there leading into the, the end fight where um, Paul was fighting Jamis, but it didn't feel like a third act. And I know that they split it perfectly where they needed it to be, but watching this as a singular movie, it was kind of a letdown when it just ended. Really is dependent on if the second movie comes out because the second movie yeah it's gonna tie everything together and i'm pretty sure it's gonna be really really good the rating of this movie and how good this is and how people view it is dependent on that because as a standalone it just feels incomplete obviously but with the second one i think that you may be able to look back in retrospect and say you know what that was so good we needed that for this it's one of those you know situations where this can only be good because there's the setup in the prior movie and that's what this is this is just a big setup chapter overall i think this is a great watch it's a quick two hours 30 minutes it really flew by after that first hour and once it ended i was like damn that's it i wanted more immediately so as a rating i can give this movie a solid seven out of ten it's good it could be better but you know i just i just think that it did all the things that it needed to do to set everything up <laughs> sensational i do think paul has a lot more room for growth and a lot more you know capability in regards to teaching his ways and combat and everything like that based on the visions that he had to the people of arrakis so you know there's that other than that those are my quick thoughts about the movie let me know what you guys think about the movie in the comment section below if you don't know where to watch dune dune is on hbo max i don't know when it's going to be taken off but you can watch it there but i do really recommend watching it in imax if you can i say temper expectations you know don't go into this looking for action fest like the trailers kind of made you think it was going to be just look at it as a i really don't have any recommendation of what to look at this as just look at it as a dune movie i guess Okay. So that's it guys. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you did, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as leave a like if you like the video at least. And you know, hit the notification bell so you get notified for more content that I put up. If you guys enjoyed this little movie review thing, maybe I can review some other things in the future that are movies, but this is really just not my forte and I don't understand film that well. So give me some pointers and you know some takes maybe that I can use in the future to make these better for you. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to watch this. So enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great because lately I've been on the way to something great. And I feel alive because I create like every day and I'm on to